Welcome to the Ike Badgers Podcast. My name is Alex Eichstead, and Badgers fans, it is the real deal now because Wisconsin, they suffered a loss against Washington State for the second time in two years, this time in Washington. So we have game recap, analysis, our thoughts on the program, kind of what we're feeling, what we're seeing. It's going to be, you know, a process, but we're here for you, and we have a lot of fun along the way, so thanks for tuning in. Here we go. Welcome back to another episode of the Ike Badgers podcast. My name is Alex Eichstead. I'm your host and Badgers fans. Reality check has hit once again. Washington State upset the Wisconsin Badgers, unranked Cougars knocking off the 19 Wisconsin Badgers 31-22 on Saturday. It was ugly in the first half. Badgers made, you know, an effort to make it close, but there's some serious things with this team we need to discuss. It's still early in the fickle era, so there's still hope and optimism. I'm joined by my co-host KJ. KJ, welcome to the show. How you feeling? Badgers fans, the honeymoon is over. The honeymoon is over. I'm feeling okay. You know, uh, not not terribly distraught just because, you know, if you keep it real, this season probably wasn't going to be a perfect one. I'm very excited for today's show because throughout the entire offseason, uh, we we're kind of planning for if you ever heard that phrase, like you have a plan A, then you have a plan B, and then you have a plan C. Like up to this point, we've kind of been planning for plan A. And the Badgers have suffered their first loss. So things just got real. It's a wake-up call. The season's not over, but it changes some things. And I'm excited to get into it. Thanks for having me, Al. Yep, Badgers fans. Things change for sure because I think week one, if I had to describe it, I kind of saw this coming. Like, what I saw in week one was Washington State with Cameron Ward beating the Badgers and it has to be said that they also had something seriously to play for Washington State has kind of been one of these teams isolated in the Pac-10 Pac-12 whatever you want to call it and they've been left to hang by themselves in Oregon Mm -hmm. State despite really being a very competitive and good program cage like the game to me was the Cameron Ward show once again back-to-back years this quarterback is making throws on the run he's hitting guys wide open he was making it look easy and he was as well a transfer from Texas cage are you a little just you know interested or disappointed with the Badgers offense the way they started the game what's your reaction I guess to what you saw out there I don't think there's any real reason to mince words like the Badgers have fallen pretty hard. And what I mean by that is you mentioned it, Alex, Washington State's been left for dead by their brethren. You know, the the people that they've been in agreements and business partnerships and conference partnerships with for decades have literally abandoned them and have left them for dead. And still... Meanwhile, as the Big Ten is expanding, all this talk about how big and bad it all is, and and still at this point, the Badgers cannot beat Washington State at home or on the road in back-to-back years. They are a better program than we are at this point in time. And if that doesn't piss people off or give them a sense of urgency, I don't know what will. You know, like, there's no sense in really hanging or clinging on to – 
to the glory days at this point because they're kind of gone. You know, like the Badgers are where they are. We can't even beat a Washington State program, like whether it's at home or on the road. And that's saying something. Uh, you know, we, we've got a lot of great relationships with a lot of these players in the program. Um, and I'm thankful for that. It's, uh, it's, it's not an indictment on these guys. It's like the program in general has some work to do. And that affects how we look at Tanner Mordecai. I think that affects how we look at a lot of things. But, man, I mean, like, where are we right now? Like, where are we at? Where do we stand? Where do we stand, Badger Sands? Well, we stand below Washington State. And as we head into this new Big Ten era, like, we got to improve that. We got to improve that from Fickle to the quarterback to the defense to the players to offensive line. We got to improve it. Badgers fans really shouldn't be talking a big talk right now. You know, I think I think there was a, a lot of reason to be optimistic when Fickle came in, as we certainly were, and why wouldn't you be, right? He's coaching a college football playoff. But now that the honeymoon is over, it's about the product on the field, right? Right? Like, we can get excited about the recruiting classes in the offseason. We can get excited about, you know, the energy. And it, but, like, now it's about the product on the field, and it's just not a very good one, man. Any Ooh. thoughts on that? I think you've absolutely nailed it. I just have one comment on, you know, the program sliding, and then I'll get to a little more about what I saw. The program, I believe, has talent. It's not a talent question. It is truly an attitude and belief problem with this Wisconsin team lately. And you know the last players that I think Cage truly believed they could— you know, do something great. We're like Jack Sanborn, Caesar Williams, that class. And, and and it really started from them setting that goal of having the number one defense. Yeah. That was something that was a spoken goal. I know Wisconsin has spoken about the championship, but hey, this team is so far away. We gotta we gotta like, you know, set some more realistic goals. We just I think gotta stop like worrying and, about and Gage, truly like what I was, anything besides winning football games. Yeah, and, go ahead. And what I'm, I'm saying is we're overcomplicating it, my man. We're mm-hmm. overcomplicating it in Wisconsin. We should be beating a Washington State program. What are we doing? We've got a t- squad, you know, kind of like uninspired out there. And, and and I think what I mostly noticed this in is just from what we're seeing out of the quarterback room and the running back room to start the year. And here here's why I say that. Tanner Mordecai has been less than impressive. He went 25 of 40, 278 yards, one touchdown, a 50.3 QBR, but he lost two fumbles. He he doesn't necessarily have a he good pocket L. presence. No. He took the L. He's got very happy feet. I don't know how much players are really believing at this point, like I, I kind of see what he is, right? I, maybe the yeah. players on the team are still believing, but I kind of see what he is and how far he can carry this team. And then the <laughs> running back room, you have one player on this roster, bona fide, you got to feed. That's Braylon Allen. He got seven touches, Cage, for 20 yards. They're giving Chez t- more carries off a of one run, off a of yeah. one run. This is my, this has been my problem with Chez Malusi. Yeah, man. It's not a him thing. It's why is he anointed all this carries all the time? He got 12 carries for 49 yards, and you know what he did? He chalked up a fumble. It's just like you got to roll with the simple pound Braylon Allen. Like, come on. This is Washington State. Big tension yeah. on physical the Washington State Cougars, and especially a guy like B.A. who can do it. And so that's my point, Cage. But bring, tying the two points together, right, not using B.A., not using Jack Sanborn, 
uh, or uh, not having the attitude of the class with Sanborn is Sanborn yeah. actually said that Braylon Allen was a quiet guy in the locker room. You know, he would kind of stay to himself. And I think when your leader is maybe not that fiery, outspoken, but kind of like more of a quiet. It, well, it he, he definitely doesn't translate some... so well to the football program, Cage. What were your thoughts on this? Well, well, I mean, like, there's many different types of leadership, but Braylon Allen didn't exactly bring the team together last year as a leader would in the wake of Paul Chris's, you know, firing. Um, he he was a little more decisive, divisive, but but that's kind of like you know, could have should have water yeah. on the bridge exactly. For me, man, it's like Tanner Mordecai. Going back to that plan A, plan B, plan B, plan C thing, before I get into really like the juice and the red meat here, I just want to say I expected the Badgers to have growing pains this year. That was in my expectation. I expected them to start strong, but I did expect them to have growing pains, and I've been preaching year two is when I'm really going to hardcore judge these guys. But but truthfully, going back to year one, going back to plan A, plan B, and plan C, plan A was you go for it, right? You bring in Fickle, you bring in transfers, you try and win as many games, you try and win the Big Ten, uh, like Daryl Peterson said. And that would say, hey, I'm going to start my best quarterback, my most experienced quarterback, the quarterback with the best stats. And, you know, and that would lead you to believe it's Tanner Mordecai because we have some other quarterbacks who are much younger. Tanner Mordecai is like a six, seven year guy. Uh, You know, Braden Locke, he's like a redshirt freshman and he played in the SEC with Mississippi State. Tanner Mordecai played you know against inferior competition at smu and it's very clearly showing so now that we've lost like let's say georgia southern honestly which they could gives the death blow this weekend to tanner mordecai and somehow some way the badgers mess around and lose this game i think that's it for him man i think you go with someone who someone else i think at that point you go with uh you know Braden Locke and um because then you can build forward, right? Like he's got multiple years of eligibility. So, so, so it's like Tanner Mordecai, he already lost, uh, you know, one of the first two games. I'm sorry. You know, like you're a six year yeah. guy. Like why, why we have no obligation to, to kind of like push all our chips in the middle of the pile, put all our savings on this one thing and just roll the dice, man. And just try and spin the roulette table and hope it comes up with a good answer. It's like, Let's take more bites at this apple to borrow a phrase from Milwaukee Brewers who honestly have some elite management. Let's take more bites at this apple. You know, like if we're not going to win Big Ten and get top 10 ranking or knock on the door of the playoffs this year, let's start the guy and get him experience who will help us do that next year. Uh, thoughts on that very, you know, some Badgers fans might consider that harsh criticism of Mordecai, but like I, I think when you're a six, a seven year guy, yeah, when you're a six, sense. seven year guy, if you're not going to win, like what are we doing? You know, like, yeah. like this yeah. isn't for experience at this point. Exactly, <laughs> and uh, I think truly where where I see kind of the big flaw, you know, maybe not a flaw, but. I just like maybe they don't even believe they can go into Washington State and win cage. That's kind of what I saw out there, you know, in well, the here's first the half. Interesting. And, and like if I look at the players, you know, I look at the team, it's like, you know, truly we have more talent. We have more talent. Well, man, it's, it's fascinating because this is like it's very interesting. But but someone said that, you know, the three things that hold people back from success are like laziness arrogance or stupidity and the batters are not lazy and they're certainly not lacking intelligence so it's like 
it, it might be a tough thing to look in the mirror sometimes, and 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 maybe this is like something that everybody has Gotta to get from back time to, to time. But like, things. but man, I mean, there might be a, a level of. Uh, just thinking they're better than they really are like especially the offensive line how has the offensive line gone so good for decades to just so trash so quickly i mean man like i was watching here's what i jets play i don't even think joe Tittman's playing like and he was the best badges lineman from last year we had a terrible line last year then you fast forward to this year Jack Nelson's supposed to be our top draft prospect. He got his lunch absolutely eaten by the school bully on Washington State, man. For a touchdown, And it's like, I know these Badgers linemen don't lack talent. I know they're not lazy. I know they're not, you know, I know they're able to comprehend these techniques and skills. It's like, maybe there's something else that's getting in the way of them actually taking an opponent opponent like Washington State seriously enough to get the win. Because I know we can do that. Maybe maybe this is bringing me back to thinking the championship – goal right like yes that's the goal always and that's what we're here at Ike Badgers for but perhaps Cage it should have been more tactical one week at the time really take those games one 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 day at a time think about winning every game getting that culture established because it's kind of fallen off from that I I do sense a middle of the pack team right on defense I see truly one player to me that really has, you know, my, you know, I, I see Hunter Weller. I see him out in the field. Yeah, he's a talented guy. Smith. He's kind of a Harrison Smith, right? He had another 13 tackles. He's always around the ball. Uh, Nong Meta is also always around, around the ball. He's one of the better players on the defense, too. Um, but I don't see any playmakers, Cage. And, and maybe maybe we just haven't had enough time with that. But, uh like, like our defense is where giving are up the turnovers? Too. Yeah, where yeah. are the turnovers? You know, and like, I think it's like, uh, you know, across the board, it's lacking. That, that that's yeah. like the, the the simplest way to say it. And it's like, I don't think it's a talent problem, like you said, Alex. So, are they going to look within? Obviously, Fickle's moving a lot of parts and trying to put him in the best spot and everything. So you know, there's going to be some growing pains, but. We're just underachieving so far. I think in week one versus Buffalo and in week two. And, man, Georgia Southern is not a rollover program. Like, I think a lot of Badgers fans and maybe even some Badgers players might be overlooking this game, and I hope that's not the case because this program, we need to get a win. But, like, it's not just some rollover program. And uh, we'll see, man. I mean, either either you're going for it this year or you got to go – for next year um like, yeah like you gotta, you're definitely going for next year this the special teams was good right our new kicker varicos went three for He's three a piece, yeah hit a 49 yarder he looks solid the the punter was hitting 40 yarders uh he had two down in the 20 chamir dk had a, thir- a 31 yard return that was pretty nice on a kickoff uh, a couple punt returns to dk was getting yards i i really cage i i kind of agree with you as we kind of unpack this a little deeper that there there's just some dysfunction uh and and this is a team that's going through a huge change but perhaps an answer and this has been a name that you know i'm gonna throw out there and i'm gonna take heat for it but i've been saying it for since last year free burkett Miles Burkett. Why are we not talking about the guy from Franklin High School in Wisconsin who stayed, who made it like his mm-hmm. mission to stay and try and be QB1? And you bring in all these guys from Oklahoma, SEC, 
SMU. And you're forgetting about the kid in your own state who is like grown up loving this team, who I bet the players would rally around. Like, I I really think like there's a shot with a guy like Burkett. And it's not that hard to hand the ball off to Braylon Allen and let him do work and, you know, put a a guy like Burkett in his position to be successful with this roster. Burkett could probably thrive in a spread offense. That's the thing. Like, give Burkett the room to run in a spread like the air raid and why couldn't he do it you know i'm not saying i'm on team burkett just yet. i am on team burkett but i'm not on like team star burkett obviously i would like i i do think he got shafted i do think he deserved um you know a chance but yeah man i mean i think he to add it on your point like we're gonna it, go it, through all the transfers sound case, radical. Probably. we're probably gonna go through all the transfers and <laughs> like i think he would probably be better suited to have success in the air raid than maybe uh because no, think I about mean, this. Think about this, Badgers fans. It wasn't like our team. I mean, Fickle was an attraction, but we kind of got guys that were essentially out there on the market, right? Like, like, like castaways. Ca- yeah, like players around, right? It wasn't like what happened at Jackson State, where Dion took his entire team with him, right? Like, yeah, and including you know one of the best players two of the best players in college football with him. And that is kind of like we've pieced together these random castaways, as you said, Cage. And I still believe in some of these guys, but maybe I need to pump the brakes and almost think about the true recruiting pipeline that Wisconsin's going to have to establish with Fickle, those type of players, right? Like, that is mad, just, maybe that's what when it really kind of settles. Are we looking at a three-year thing or, or like a... But we're, we're looking at a multi-year that. thing, that's for sure. But but it's like going back to what we were talking earlier about how just something's off. It, it, I mean, execution is certainly something that everyone would want to do things right 100% of the time. But, it, like, even the execution has got to be better. Like, why are we getting no sacks? You know, why are offensive line completely opening the floodgates? You know, why yeah. are our, our tailbacks not doing well? It's... It's you should be running weird all day on these guys. Meanwhile, like the Badgers athletic program is is trying to like coax even more money out of the fans with like, you know, these new tiered memberships. <laughs> and I'll tell you, I know a sham when I see one. Like, like I'm not even afraid to say it. Like, <laughs> I know when I see one. And, and like, look, if if you got literally a money tree, then go sign up for one of those new tiered things. <laughs> but you're better off listening to Ike Badgers. Than giving you money to that, like, like real talk. It's, it's like the, there's, there's got to be a little more alignment in the program, man. You it's know, just it's, in the, it's almost just like in the program. It's yeah. Like it's, after they hired Fickle, they almost just like washed their hands of it and are like, okay, our job's done, and then kind of turned attention to basketball where they didn't make a move either. But like, I mean, man, like this fickle thing has got to work for badgers fans otherwise we're headed towards the dark ages like we don't want to get lapped by washington state we no we don't want to no. have that happen to us i, I think where case is like where the priorities got to be focused where i see the badgers going wrong is just getting too complicated and maybe i'm an old yeah man when i say that but why are you like 180ing from truly just an old-fashioned run game sometimes sometimes like 
are you really that much pride cage? Maybe that's the arrogance thing. Maybe it's like the new system. Hey, we, we don't can't do, use the old. We thing. can't. Yeah. We can't use the old thing at all. Like we're gonna come in and destroy. I can't do a hybrid. Yeah. No, no. Like it, what, what happened to the hybrid? Like okay, bring in Braylon Allen, put him under center. Let's pound the rock, right? Like you'll score points. You won't be going so scoreless. And then that opens up the passing game. I know they want to spread out the box, um, but there seem to be. Uh, you know, seems to still kind of just cage. Well, I also like think you're putting, the, you're putting the game in Mordecai's hands, and I just don't see it working out when you're doing well, and that. And also, so man, far. like, here's I, I've thought about this. This is one area where Wisconsin's really screwing up. And I, people feel free to disagree, but it's like Colorado, Deion Sanders, he didn't try and buy his team. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like he are, is earning them opportunities, no doubt. But that's not like where his foundation came from. He's like, oh, I, I, you know, come get your money. He's like, no, we're going to change the world. We're going to shock the world. We're going to prove everybody wrong. We're going to make it personal. We're going to go and beat these teams no one's expecting us to beat. They're in a and, quest. and they do. Meanwhile, the Badgers are out here thinking every which way where they can siphon money from the fans to like a mediocre program in the basketball court and a, and a drastically falling program on the football field, man. And it's like no one goes to Alabama for the NIL money. That is a bonus. They're going to play for Nick Saban because they want to win championships. Like, you know, you know, it, it's like, yeah, I mean, like that is an aspect of it. But the front and centerness, the batters are kind of putting that on right now. And the neglect of, of I would say, like basically all the other details that require winning, you know, result in winning. Is very concerning, man, and it's you see it from like why aren't we getting more out of this talent? Why aren't we getting more out of this coach? You know, why aren't the students showing up on time? Right? It all comes back to the product on the field. It's everything, and I think you need to start off with fully emphasizing winning, fully emphasizing victory, fully emphasizing development, and and all those things that these facilities, this program, this conference, Luke Fickle can give you. And yeah, you're going to have NIL opportunities, but it's like, I think it sends the really wrong message. You know, it's almost like the, the program's like, yep, we're basically uh, trying to collect as much money from the fans as possible. We're going to take that money and we're going to, you know, give it right to the players. Well, well, and he, you're still going to get losses to teams that you shouldn't be losing to. That's well, kind of what the current operation is. <laughs> and it doesn't make me feel no, right, man. Here's another sign. This is just an observation, Badgers fans. It's something I noticed during the game. Coach Fickle turned his back to the camera, and there's one word on the back of his vest, Cage, and maybe you saw it too, T-E-A-M, team. And although that is beautiful, nice, <laughs> this is football, my man, like, come on. Like, that is what I'm missing. Like, yeah, are we bro. really repping? Like, that is just an observation that kind of says, like, what's the state? Is like, you got a, a locker room cage where, you know, the coaches are probably like, we're trying to bring these guys together. You know, people are not maybe fully engaged. There, there's definitely some dynamics, you know, new players coming in, taking spots, you know, old players feeling like maybe they're, they're not getting their respect. So he's wearing team on his back to let everybody know we're a team. 
Like we're at step one. We're on step one of this rebuild, Badgers fans. That's kind of what that says to me. Is like yeah, we're, it's, we're trying it's, to still uni- unite this roster, unite what's going on. Like with the coat, I bet the coaches are still working through it. And uh, what, what do you I think? I would do Cage? the same thing. I would literally utilize the buzz that Deion Sanders is creating, and I would say, look at all that hype for Deion. Look at all the flowers they're getting. We can do that and more, you know, and I would like fire my guys up like you're not Deion Sanders, Luke Fickle, but you don't have to be. You can be every bit of as effective head coach and leader of men and leader of a program as Deion Sanders is. But he's trying to take the measured approach like, you know, I heard him on an interview Monday morning and it was like, you know, how's it going? He's like, he's like, oh, I'm doing great. You know, and that's cool. But like. Bro, we just lost to Washington State, you know, second game. We had a terrible <laughs> show in week one. It's like, can we actually get someone who's pissed off about losing? They say winners win. Winners <laughs> like to win because so does everybody. But the true winners oh, hate losing. And I watched Dion's 20-minute presser after the game. And better fans, I know we're taking it to another team. But Dion was just, he was like, yeah, we didn't play good enough in the first half and uh we kind of flipped it on halfway through the second quarter and i'm gonna be on my guys this week about you know coming out and dominating the word he kept saying is dominating he says they don't just want to win they want to dominate in all aspects you see their kickers nailing their things you see you know their defense performing their defense is now like flipped from being the worst in the the ncaa to being one tenacious right like this team's for real and cage I really think it comes down to wanting to dominate. Like, is that message getting through? Something, yeah. And oh, man. I, yeah. I'm, I'm not. I've seen the Badgers almost get dominated. The Washington State game well, was a like, domination by, you know what, by Washington you know what a huge, State. You know what a huge reason for the Badgers having all these number one defenses and top five, top ten defenses, man, in recent memory? And I know you know what it is, but I'm just going to say it for Badgers fans. Two words. Chris, Chris Orr? Orr. Oh! I do it, bro. And he is a leader of men. He rallies the troops. We've had multiple players on, on the Badgers program tell us he's the single best leader I've ever been around. And the stories about this guy just keep coming in in terms of leadership. And, and Paul Chris had a yeah. huge, um, you know, setback last year, and they brought in Chris Orr, and it, or actually, that might have been a year or two ago, but. You know, he's been vital, whether he's been a player on the team or like, uh, you know, one of these player development coach assistants, just being there kind of the Badgers don't really have a high motor guy. That's, you know, you can who visibly stands out, man. You know, like they don't really have like a Chris Boylan. They don't really have like a even Melvin Gordon was kind of always pushing the envelope forward and, and Caesar Williams and, and, and guys like this, you know. Oh, I mean, I'm, Gage, I'm looking, two big sixes. Yeah, I'm looking for like any sort of life. And that, I that really haven't too, seen man. that out of the Badgers, man. I, I'm trying to think of like the biggest play I've seen so far I've, this year DK. that showcased. I think that I think maybe DK, DK you know? and maybe Jake Cheney on his sack. You know, oh, it's yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, you got to go and just. I don't break a sweat. I don't know. I mean, like there's a, there's a little or maybe Braylon on that one play. He ran someone over, you know, like game one. But, you know, I would say uh, we expect that. I said that we, we expect that. Like, like yeah. that is what we expect at this point. I don't know, man. I think the whole program is just lacking right now. I think their priorities are, are not in the right place. 
Um, I think. And what that did we name Cage? What did we name right there? Badgers fans, if maybe you just caught that, we just said three names. Returning players. Let's lean more on the veterans, Wisconsin. Yeah. Like, let, let's start putting the You're ball right. to Chimiri DK. Let's start putting the ball to Braylon Allen. Let's start, you know, why why are we so committed to all of a sudden, like, freshen up everything, right? Like, we, we understand this is a process. One of the biggest phrases the in life. Yeah, it's, we it's gotta like if it ain't broke, process. if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And there were certain things about the Badgers football program that were bro- broken and there were certain things that were not. And I would say like the running back, the running game was never really terribly broken. The offensive line, whatever they were doing there was never really terribly broken. Like quarterback play left a lot to be desired. Sure. We could have probably had some better pass catchers, you know? And then like, but the Badgers were a team. There were a team that didn't need to be like completely stripped down. And I don't know, you could go either way on that, but yeah, like you said, Alex, it's, Perennial NFL whatever they are right now, whatever they are right now, I'm worried that they're going to lose the Georgia Southern. I'm not saying they will, but I'm worried that it's our bad be game is going to lose the Georgia Southern. And that is just something you don't want to have to deal with. You know, like, no, it is. We're here. And we kind of we thought, you know, like we expected turbulence. We've said this the the entire podcast we're just giving us you know the average day-to-day of going through one of these rebuilds it's not easy because clearly there's a lot of parts that aren't figured out right now try to get better that's what we're coming through all takes are welcome send us a dm if you had I liked think, any I of these thoughts any write positive lining bad i'm gonna i'm gonna end on a, on a high note right there's any positive lining it's that the honeymoon is now over and we're about to find out what this team's made of yeah. You know, I'm sure there's guys thing. I'm sure there's guys responding. I'm sure there's guys, you know, who were pissed off Monday morning when they went into those workouts and it wasn't because they were having a bad morning, it was just because they lost on Saturday. You know, like I remember, bro, last year Herbie Gibbs, Nick Herbig on the pod against Washington State, our first loss, he said, Man, I was so upset I didn't even want to take off my pads. And you could tell I OBG gave a damn about losing. Man. I know he, he did. He hated it. Excuse me. He language. hated it. And it's like, where is that? This ah, is becoming all too common with the Badgers basketball. That, and that's football. what I meant. Like, Kate, like, Caesar Williams. You Badgers fans, yeah, we just got to end yeah. on this story as well. Is like, this man, we, we were lucky enough to get to know Caesar pretty well because of our Ike athlete relationship. Uh, we did an NIL deal with him right when it opened up. And Caesar would just always tell talk about how when their defense had like you know the number one defense in the in the college, but how they're just dying to win these close games, and, and the offense was just not you know over the hump in those years, uh, primarily because of you know the quarterback situation. But it was just like you knew this guy; all he cared it, it, about was winning. He would be just, telling us about winning, you know, like. like it was like a plea for offensive help. And and yeah. it was very it was very like neutral, like he didn't name any names, but like he was basically like, yo, defense is dominant. If we ever get some offense in here doing anything, this program could be special. And it's like that's the whole program needs needs a little more urgency in my opinion. And uh yeah. we'll see what happens with Georgia Southern, man. It should be fascinating. I can't wait. Is, is that an eleven AM kickoff this uh this weekend, I believe? I believe that's the early one. Probably. I would assume so. I I don't don't imagine this is prime time or anything. Yes, it is, Cage. It's 11 (laughs) a.m. But they're 2-0. They're 2-0, Badgers fans. So this should be interesting. Let me see what they beat, Cage. Okay, they beat UAB and Citadel. 
Hey, man, I've heard I've heard of both those teams. UAB is D1, I believe. Citadel's D2, but you hear of them here and there. Yeah, I mean, there's there's no guarantee at this point, Badgers fans. Buckle up. Enjoy the ride. We'll be here next week. Thank you again. If you like the show, please leave a five-star review. We really appreciate all of our listeners, and that's the number one way you can help us grow, texting it to a friend. Get the conversation going this week, as KJ said. Ask him, hey, what do you think of Badgers, you know, maybe moving on from Mordecai if they lose to Georgia Southern? Like, that should get some reaction or that'll be interesting uh, if, and if this fans, happens yeah yeah i'm we're gonna be there for the game we're gonna be uh with you every step of the way thank you as always on wisconsin hey let's win baby win thank you for tuning in to another episode of the ike badgers podcast if you like the show please tell a friend or leave a five-star review on apple Podcasts. that's the number one way you can help us grow thank you again for listening and as always on Wisconsin. Yeah, we on. Yeah. Yeah, we on. On Wisconsin. Yeah, we on. Yeah, we on. Yeah, we on. On Wisconsin. Can you feel the elements catch fire? Cause I've been